Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Authentic Conversations with Lulu Podcast and I'm your host Lucy Raruzuizo. I truly, truly appreciate that you are listening to this podcast again and for those that are listening for the first time, welcome back and I hope that this podcast today will heal your heart, will restore your thoughts and just revive whatever thoughts that you have about marriage and this is because I am experiencing marriage in the most beautiful way and I have made this anniversary special so that you can just hear from a different couple that marriage is indeed beautiful and it is a blessing. So I have again on the podcast Dr. Sebola and his wife Mrs. Manar Sebola. So we we are carrying on from our conversation last week we are having a part two, so let us welcome on the podcast, Dr. and Mrs. Sebola. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. So today we are having this interview live, so it will not be like last week where I was having them on the line, and we are talking purpose, realignment, and growth. And this is because when you get into marriage, you keep growing. I usually tell people that, listen, when you, I think the greatest risk in life, the greatest risk in life is getting married because you marry this person and when you marry this person, they keep on growing, they keep on changing, they keep on discovering new things. So the greatest risk you'll ever make in life is to get married because you meet this person today and they will be completely different in years to come so we are speaking all of that your purpose your growth and realignment because i think life is all about that so last week i did not ask this question and i think it's so so important because i have had the story mr and mrs sibola how did you guys meet i love (laughs) i love your story please just share with the listeners how you guys met um, we met on campus. Yeah. Um, at um, Every Nation, but it was called His, His people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Moffat was given platforms to teach the word every now and then, and I knew him. He did not know me. Mm-hmm. I think for a season in my life, I became a stalker because <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew where he stayed. I knew if he was on campus or not on campus. Yeah. Especially around that time where it was recess, you know, there would always be a few students that yeah. remained behind. So he would be a few, some of those students that would remain behind, and I would know when he, 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 he had left. Mm. So yeah, and I think that's how we met. I, I think we officially met, or I think he will l- let you know when he met me. But I met him at his people. Yeah. His people, yes. Yes, um, with me, I think there was a trip, a mission trip to the University of Venda, mm-hmm. um, organized by the Every Nation Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to catch a taxi at a particular place called the Student Center. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there, I realized that I knew everybody in that place except one person. Yeah. So there was just this <laughs> urge to, to talk to that particular person. Mm. But for a moment, I thought, let me just observe how she is and mm-hmm. how she interacts with other people. So, when we eventually boarded the, the minibus, I just kept on looking at her, sometimes even cra- cracking some dry jokes in the minibus, <laughs> looking at whether she was laughing or not. 
So, but but there, there was just this uniqueness about her, mm-hmm. and the closest to, um, I mean, the closest de- description I could come to was that she was a woman with a beautiful spirit. That's how yes. I introduced her to my friend. Mm. But that was after we'd had our first conversation upon arrival at the University of Venda. Mm. And when we spoke, there was just this sense mm. about her that was <laughs> that was appealing to me. Mm. And I think after that conversation, we decided, I think we need to have another one. Mm. And that another conversation did happen on campus. And mm-hmm. we did have several others thereafter. I must also mention that when I went to um, the mission trip, or, mm-hmm. yes, I, I was there, you know, to 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 see Moffat interact with others. Like, yeah. I, I always thought, I only know this guy when he teaches the word. Yeah. I also want to see him interact with other people. Is he a kind person? Is he a considerate person? Is he sensitive? Is he sensitive? And so... I was on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> it was an observation trip. It was yes. a research trip. Yes. I wanted to know, okay, is this the right guy for me? Yeah. In his comfort space. Mm. And I think that was a great place to actually mm. observe that. Mm. So the reason I'm asking this story is because when I had it on your wedding day, I was like, so wow. I was just like, this is so cute. <laughs> this is so cute. And I'm saying this because... I, I think there's a storm in the church where people are just like, I don't want brothers from the church mm. and all of that. So when I heard that you went all the way to this mission trip so you can observe this, I'm like, there's so much hope mm. in the church. Yeah. And what's so beautiful now is watching you guys three years later mm. um, flourishing as beautifully as you guys are flourishing. So it is beautiful. And also I asked the question because this was a mission trip. Mm-hmm. You 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 were there for ministry, mm-hmm. which is which is something that I think our youth right now does not take too seriously. Mm-hmm. There is so many. The harvest is plentiful, mm-hmm. but less workers. So it is beautiful to just see a married young couple mm-hmm. that is intentional about ministry to that level. Mm-hmm. Intentional about even their marriage where they. You know, you are going there for mission, Mm -hmm. but you are also just, you know, thinking this is a great place to observe this person, you know. And I love the fact that somehow you went there not knowing that he would actually be attractive to you. Mm. (laughs) And God sorted it all out in in such a beautiful way. Yeah, so um, I'm a great follower of your YouTube channel. And what I have noticed recently with your marriage matters series Mm. you've been talking a lot about purpose and i wanted to know what makes you so passionate about purpose why are you so passionate about it i mean in a world where we are all self-centered it's all about me i just want to be happy don't listen to what people say blah 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 Mm. in such a world what makes you so passionate about purpose um Purpose is, is really the reason why we do the things we do. Yeah. And so when a person is born, they are in pursuit of finding out why they are here. Mm. And so it's the same thing with um, married couples. They yeah. need to know what makes us unique, what mm. individualizes us. Yeah. Why are we together? Why did the Lord allow us to be together? Yes. So it's important because if we do not know the purpose, then we idle. Mm. 
Yeah. We there's no focus, there's no mm. sense of direction. Yes. And I think that could bring a sense of depression. Yes. And um not uh, lack of contentment. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So it's important to really every day mm. pursue Your why purpose. we are mm. together. Yes. Mm. And, and at an individual level, mm-hmm. very important, mm-hmm. but as, as as well as at a, mm. a as a couple level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think when when the purpose of a thing is unknown, mm-hmm. malfunction is inevitable. Yes. Yeah. So mm. I think from the onset, as as early as when I encountered the Lord, there was always this obsession. Obsession. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Yeah. Yes. Why am I here? And I think for the longest time, my conviction has always been. None of us is in this world to just be a decoration on earth mm. that there's a particular purpose to fulfill. Yeah. And when that translated into my, my marriage with Manare, mm-hmm. we had to ask ourselves, but why are we here? Yeah. So we even had to study the word looking at what is the purpose of marriage. Mm. And so far there could be more, but so far it had, be- it had become... Um, a threefold kind of purpose. Yes. Yes, there's an element of procreation. Mm-hmm. But I think our best um, position was to be an illustration of Christ yeah. and the church. Yes. So within that framework, we are able to find out what is she here for as an individual? Yes. What am I here for as an individual? And how can we harmonize the two yes. towards the glory of the Father? Yes. So we speak about that because we understand that there's, there's, there's a prophetic assignment upon each one of us. Mm. And on the basis of that awareness, we are able to even build kingdom connections such as what is happening now. Yes. Because other people are also flowing in their divine yes. Yes. And yeah. within that framework, we are able to flood the whole earth with the image of the Father. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's the core of our obsession with the word purpose. Mm. Yes, yes. I, I love it. I mean, what, as you were saying that when the... When pep- I think awareness is a big mm. deal. Mm. When you are not aware of your purpose, there's so much worthlessness that yes, you may. Absolutely. I know for one, before I could discover my purpose. Actually, I think at the time I knew what my purpose is, but I wanted it to be different. Mm. You know, when you feel I need to be like this one, I mm. need to be like that one. Mm. So I think knowing, being aware of your purpose helps a lot in pursuing it and in living in it so it's it's really beautiful and i think we usually look at it on an individual Mm. perspective and not many people really approach marriage Mm. with the mentality of them there is a joint purpose Mm. you know Mm. it's not just for us to be husband and wife Mm. but there is a purpose that is born with mm-hmm. us being together, mm-hmm. you know. And what does purpose, what does joint purpose mean to you? Mm-hmm. And why is it important? Because I think, as we are saying about individual mm-hmm. purpose, mm-hmm. or no, um, Moffat is a preacher of the word, mm-hmm. you know, he is an academic, one, two, three, one, two, three. Um, what, what then, what is the importance of joint purpose? Because mm-hmm. it exists. Yeah. 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 I think um, from that place where she's aware of why she's here. Yeah. And why, and, and I'm aware of why I am here. Yeah. Which I think the template maybe that comes in close to my mind now is Adam and Eve. Yes. That even before they, they married, there was there was an awareness that this one is designed for this, this one is designed for that. Yeah. But I think for me, joint purpose 
if you are, we are to take the idea of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. would be that when the father designed the two, it was not only at the basis of on the basis of two people coming together. Yeah, it was because he had a particular picture in mind. Mm. That is why Paul later in Ephesians five would say when he spoke about uh, Genesis chapter two, mm. he'd conclude by saying, "This is a great mystery, mm. but I speak concerning Christ and the church." Mm. So there's always been that idea in the father's heart that I have to create two entities mm. that would be united in purpose. Yes. And that purpose would be to know me and to make me known. Yes. So when I find out that my wife's purpose, for instance, is to influence within the media space. Yes. And I realize that mine is mainly in the academic space, for mm. instance. Mm. I have to find ways through which I can pour into her cup in yes. her space. Yes. And she, on the other hand, whether she is gravitated um, towards academia or not, or not, yes, she has to at least know what drives me in that space mm. and keeps fueling that. And I also have to try my best to keep fueling her in that space. Mm. Yes. So that way, both of us are pouring into each other from an overflowing cup. Mm. And so in that joint purpose, she's like, I will make Christ known mm. in the media. Yes. And I'm like, but in academia, mm. you will also be glorified. Yes. Yeah. So the point of contact now or the point of union is he must be glorified in all that we do. Yes, definitely. So I, think, I think for us, or in my opinion, it's it's in that area or in that regard. Yeah. yeah. Two are better than one. <laughs> yeah. We we when one is discouraged in in in, in, in something, the mm. other can encourage. Mm. So it, joint purpose is important because you are one focus on one thing. And you have somebody who's continually speak, speaking in your life mm. to encourage you to fulfill that mm. mandate, that yeah. purpose, yeah. and you're doing the same thing. Mm. So it's, it's two people in partnership in mm. making sure that whatever that the Lord has said over this marriage mm. comes to fruition, comes mm. to fulfillment yeah. in every aspect of it. Mm. So it's important to, to, to really join purpose is important yeah, to sit down and say, yeah. like you said, this is your sphere. This is my sphere, but how yeah. do we merge it together yeah. yes. in, in making sure that, um, even when they see us as a couple, mm. they can still see our individual yes. aspect of it, yes. but also yeah. they see how it connects. Yes. As a unit. yes. So yes. yeah, mm. that's, yeah. that's the importance yeah. of it. Mm. The last thought on my side, mm. even in the Godhead, even though they are distinct persons, mm-hmm. I mean, they are one in essence, so to speak. Yeah. Yet in disclosure, they are unique. You are able to see the uniqueness. Yes. And Christ would say, um, I do nothing except what I see my father doing. Yes. So when you see the son doing, it's because the father is doing. Yes. So I think it's, it's, that, it's that point of reference for us that when we do, mm. it is to the benefit of this marriage or to the benefit of the other. Yeah. And I think that's the, the beauty of that joint purpose, the fusion of hearts, the fusion of souls and spirits. Yeah. You know, towards the fulfillment of whatever purpose might be between the two. Mm. Yeah. I love what you're saying about Genesis because many times people think a woman was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. You know, they always think, ah, God thought of a woman when he took Adam's yes. rape. Yes. But God... God had intention with a woman mm. in the beginning yeah. when he mm. created men. In yes. that moment, it was a f- male yeah. and a female. Yeah. Because even the Bible says male and female, yeah. he created yeah. them. Mm. But mm. somehow people miss that part of scripture mm. and they just think, ah, a woman is an afterthought. Yeah. And that's why many people will always argue on some, but uh, the Bible doesn't mm. really value women. 
I'm like, how would it not value yeah. women when mm. God was so intentional and so purposeful mm. about a woman mm. from creation, you know? And mm. as, as Manar is saying that two is honestly better than mm. one yeah. because today Manar would not be able to influence the academic space mm. if she was not married to mm. you because in one way or the other she does. Yeah. I always say that people do not know the behind the scenes job yes. that is done yes. by our spouses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you will find there is an article that you write mm. that you were so discouraged and yeah. you wanted to get rid of yeah. and you got home to a loving wife yeah. and that alone inspired you to yeah. continue. In that way she has yeah. influenced, you know, yeah. and vice versa. You get home, she just doesn't feel like recording mm. or whatever. And then mm. you just, you know, do something that nobody yeah. in this earth is capable that of is, doing yeah. or even has the platform. Because mm. I think the greatest part about ministry in marriage is the fact that nobody has platform yes. or access to your spouse like you yeah, like do, you, do. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's so much growth really that comes with being married, mm. especially young. Mm. I think the most beautiful thing about being married young is that if you have not discovered your purpose, you are able to discover yes. it and run with it run with, it, yes. with somebody's support. Yes. And if you have discovered it, it for for instance, in my case, mm-hmm. it got so amplified. Mm-hmm. There's so much yes, confidence yes, that yes. I got in my ministry when mm-hmm. I got married to my husband, mm-hmm. which I don't think if I was not married to him, I would mm-hmm. have gotten. Mm-hmm. So thank God, actually, for the whole two is yes. better than one. Yes. I think he knew, yes. you know, even even the Godhead, I mean, mm-hmm. it's God, the Father, the Son, mm-hmm. and the whole, it was never about oneness, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about oneness in function yeah, yeah yes. but not really oneness in ex- i mean oneness in existing but not in function yes, you know so yes. it's it's beautiful it's beautiful and i think what we need to know is how important is unity because mm-hmm. we are unique mm-hmm. right uh, mm-hmm. in in our differences mm-hmm. how important is unity mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> i'm just reminded of excuse me <clears throat> genesis 11 yeah um, those people spoke the same language. Yeah. And they had the same goal. Mm. And the the Lord says himself for whatever they set their mind to, mm. it will not be withheld from them. Yes. Because they spoke the same language mm. and they had the same goal. Mm. So it's mm. that 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 is you know, the mm. hallmark of any yeah. marriage. Yeah. If we are together united speaking one language mm. and focus on one thing mm. there's nothing that will come between mm. us in yeah fact, we can reach whatever we want to reach we can attain whatever we want to attain in yeah. this lifetime yeah. we can become all that the lord wants us to be mm. at an individual level but also as a as a couple yeah. so yeah. unity is important if we're going to build right yeah um, it's it's when they they started to speak a different language mm. that they they neglected the mandate yes so as long as we speak the same language as mm. long as we we, we 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 think the same in in terms of purpose in terms mm. of where we are going yeah. look yeah. N- nothing yeah will be withheld from us absolutely, yeah absolutely and when i when i when i listened to the question i think i thought about psalm 133 yeah which um tells us about the day when aaron the brother of moses was anointed yeah it speaks about how he was anointed and but that anointing was within the context of 
brothers who are united. Yes. You know how beautiful it is when brothers are united. Mm. And then they use the anointing oil flowing from Aaron's head down mm. to his beard mm. and to his garments as 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 a, as a as a beauty of that moment. Yes. So I'm thinking in in unity like right unity and right unity for the right purpose. Mm. There's bound to be some form of anointing to enable you to fulfill whatever purpose might be in mind. Mm. At the sec- I mean the second thing also was John 15 when the Lord was speaking about abide in me and I in you. Yes. And when he spoke about such a union between him and, and his disciples. Yeah. The language of fruit, fruitfulness yes. came into play. Mm. You know, you'll bear fruit, you'll mm. more fruit, mm. much fruit. All those dimensions of fruitfulness were within the context of unity. Yeah. Mm. And I believe that when we are united, or the importance of unity is that the anointing of the Lord is drawn mm. to such a place where people are united in heart, in spirit, and in soul. Mm. And even the Spirit himself, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And also there there's there's a multiplication of fruitfulness mm. yes. when people are unified. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's my take on it. Absolutely. And I think it's it's so profound profound in the same scripture that you are speaking about mm. Moffat. It says that God commands a blessing mm, there, exactly, you know, exactly, and yeah. So, and exactly. another thing that we are all saying right now is mm. also that when we are united, mm. um, in mind and spirit and all, the good thing is. Moffat is different, Manari is different, mm. Lucy is different, mm. Kuliso is different. However, your strengths, mm. you know, uh, they strengthen her weaknesses yes, and yes, vice yes. versa. And Absolutely. where there is a weakness that affects both of you, because mm. there are those instances where together we have the same weakness, yes, you know. Yes. So where there are those instances, that's where God commands a blessing, yes, as you say, yes. that there is an anointing that flows even to areas, you mm. know, where we are weak. We yeah. keep on seeing his strength made mm. perfect mm. in our weaknesses. So unity is quite important. Like unity is a principal thing Absolutely. in marriage because Absolutely. it also helps you to shield one another. Mm. Uh, because I think by being married, we spoke about being married in in a commun in a community. You're not just mm. married to mm. the individual. Mm. So there are things about the individual that get exposed mm. and and and. So that's when when we are in unity, you're mm. able to shield your spouse. Yes. Because you know where they stand, you know. So, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing. And as we were saying that uh, Moffat is a doctor, um, I mean, we were classmates five years ago. I'm still at that level. <laughs> I have not advanced my studies. So that speaks of growth, right? When when you got married, he was not yet a doctor, right? So it it speaks of growth when you got married you were not yet yeah. a youtuber manar so how then do you adjust to your partner's growth mm. without feeling small or as though you are not progressing because mm. i think that can be an issue when say for instance you are married to Moffat and then he gets his masters he gets his doctorate mm. he does his post doctorate and 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 you are just there trying to get a job yeah. for instance yeah. how do you adjust to your pa- partner's growth in mm. that sense without feeling small or as though you are not yeah. progressing i think for me there was a really a season of that uh, a few years ago actually mm. where i just felt like for me i don't know my purpose per se yeah and my husband was clear on his purpose and yeah. he was pursuing it mm. i think what i was most thankful for in that 
season is that my husband tried to tag tag me along and yeah. my head is that he would speak life into me yes and it was so easy for me to speak life back in him so yes. he didn't leave me behind yeah and say you're not figuring it out i'm gonna pursue my purpose yeah and do what i need to do but mm. he was like continue i'm praying for you yeah so it's gonna be mm. uh, clear what your purpose is yes. and continuing mm. to say you know speaking and calling out greatness out of me yes even the things that i never thought i had or mm. guess that were dormant he would really shine light on them mm. and so in that season it was like okay i have something to offer yes it might not be my season yes. but i have something to yes. offer and because it's not my season it's my husband's season let me make sure mm. that i i i partner with him but yes also allow him to shine as much as he can yes and continue to speak life you know from the back seat yes just what you're saying that uh, before this is that um, two are better than one, right? Yeah. Like there are areas that he will touch that I won't be able to. Yes. So for me, speaking life behind him mm. helps me contribute one way or another mm-hmm. to to some sort of change. So yeah. that brings fulfillment, mm. knowing that I'm pushing my husband and he's making an yeah. impact. Is that yeah. Somehow, I'm, I'm, I'm fulfilling purpose. So mm. it was a hard season, but it really just... It just needs somebody that will tag you along and say, it might not be going so great now, but that does not speak of you as a person. Mm. You are gifted, you have what it takes, and there's a purpose. And so, for this season, it's his season, let's celebrate that. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, um, even if I had wanted, let's say, to pleasurize my wife into anything, Yeah. I, would, I don't think I would have had the right to do so because mm. I'm, I'm what people would call a late bloomer. Yeah. In 2002, I was 12 years old. Mm. I enrolled for my grade one. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I don't think I would ever come to a place where I can be impatient with anyone, mm. not um, being where they want to be or they should be. Mm. And I thank God also because in that season or now also in reflection, I realize that when the Lord does speak to us, He He does not speak to us mainly on the basis of our earthly performances. Yes. But it is mainly according to our heavenly potential. Yes. And because I got a lot of that from Him, mm. it's easier to pour that into another person's life. Mm. So I thought I should just bring that in to uh, to explain why it was easy then to work with my wife. Mm. The second thing was when Jacob was going to meet his brother Esau, or when he had met him, and Esau insisted on living with him. He said to him, you know, the, the flock that I'm working with is still young. Mm. If I drive them too hard, they will collapse along the way. Yeah. And I think from that from there, I learned the principle that know how to move with people, mm. you know, according to the pace of their grace in that season. Mm. If I have the privilege maybe to get, let's say, a PhD and someone else is still coming up, maybe in an honors or mm. master's, whatever the, the case, mm. know how to celebrate them in that season. Yes. So it became easy to do so with my wife because when she was raising those questions, you know, um, how, how can I find my purpose and so on. I think I found that quite interesting because it was a conversation we needed to have. Yes. Yes. But that is uh, enough about me in that area. I think where it was difficult for me in terms of catching up, Yes. my wife encountered the Holy Spirit quite early. Yes. And she built strong bonds with him quite early. Yeah. Whereas with me, 
I had to to learn later. You know, there's there's the Holy Spirit. Yes. All you knew was just quoting scriptures or listening to people talk about God and the Word. Yes. And so now you have to be like, oh, there's such a person called the Holy Spirit. Yes. And when I looked at how easily she flowed with him, yeah, I was like, I don't think I'd ever catch up. <laughs> but but her insistence on no, he's he's available. You know, mm. he's willing to meet with you. And mm. her demonstration of how he speaks and how he is always eager to express himself to us. I think I'll always be grateful to. For that, mm. so I'm saying this so that it might not be understood as because there's a doctorate, then I must be higher in all yes. no? yes. in, 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 in intimacy with the Holy Spirit. That's my wife's strength. Yeah, yes. and yeah. I think that is something that motivated me also to to increase the pace in pursuit of Him. Yeah, because of her. Yeah. What I love from both your answers is the fact that none of you ever felt, or none of you is showing a place of condemnation mm. you drew inspiration mm. from your weakness or your mm. partner's strength you know you were able to say um i would love to know my purpose mm. as clear as my mm. husband knows it and you were there to say i would love to know the voice of the holy mm. spirit mm. as clear as manner does yes. i that's I, and i have to attest to that Moffat, that that is one of the things that i picked up about manaru when mm. i started knowing her because the first time i spoke to manaru was when she invited me to your wedding mm. and just being at your wedding and my few interactions with her was that she's so attentive to the holy mm. spirit mm. and Mm. that inspired me to you know yeah. i knew the holy spirit but was very casual about indeed, him indeed. you know mm. but you meet someone like manare as you say you then get just inspired to say listen mm. we need to take the holy spirit a little bit more Absolutely. seriously Absolutely. so i really really li- and i what i love from this is that there was growth on both sides based mm. on the other person's growth where they are. Mm. So I think adjusting with your partner's growth also comes with knowing it's not a contest. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, it's not a contest to see which one is the better spouse, mm. yeah. how much can yeah. one achieve. Yeah. We know that each achievement in the marriage is our achievement, yeah. you mm. know. Mm. And we cannot now differentiate our seasons to say, oh, it's just his season, yeah. therefore... Mm. So therefore the Lord is just doing it for him and mm. when God is doing it for her it's our it's season our it's is, our win yes, you know yeah so i think knowing that it's not a contest mm. also helps you to just easily adjust and That's just know ah you know it's another season in the marriage mm. yeah mm. and how do you then realign yourself because i think it's it's easy to fall off the wagon mm. one yeah. and, and i'm asking this nemanar i remember if you can touch on that as well. Mm. I remember when you started your blog. Mm. Followed, followed. I, I was following your blog. I'm not much of a blog reader, but I would read on your blog. And then one moment I was checking because you were very consistent. One mm. moment I check and there's no new blog. I'm mm. like, what's happening? <laughs> so I check your Facebook page and you had written that there will be no new blog because, mm. you know, you felt there was a need for a pause and whatever. Yeah. So in those moments, um, where, and you are now back to writing, mm. you know. So in moments where you stop like you did and then you come back, or maybe not in that kind of instance because it could be different, mm. where you completely fall off the wagon, where mm. you are no longer pursuing yeah. your purpose, you are pursuing something else. How does a person realign themselves to their purpose mm. if they feel that they are off the mark? 
Um, <clears throat> I think for me it is. I my my desire has always been to to be in alignment with God. Yeah. So I, I I never want to walk outside of His will. Yeah. And so whenever I feel, particularly with the blog as you mentioned. Yeah. The marriage blog was that I had not I didn't have any more to offer. Yeah. And so I didn't want to speak of things I did not know. Yeah. And so I thought because I said all that I needed to say. It's That's to it. it. Yeah. And so then I realized, but I really love telling stories. Yeah. You know, and 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 writing. Mm. about my experiences and so when I came back it was a push from him as well mm-hmm. it was from a time of prayer where I just for say to the Lord now we're going to like what what are you doing in my life yeah so there was this inspiration to go back to that yeah and so I thought oh this has always been <coughs> excuse me what he wants me to do so mm. now I need to go back but in terms of also in the in, in the context of marriage mm. is keeping each other accountable yeah. to, to yeah. our dreams mm. at an individual level. Mm. I mean, my husband does not tell anyone about his dreams like he tells me. Yeah. You know, and I don't tell anyone else about my dreams like I tell my husband. Mm. So he knows every little dream. Yeah. Big dream or mm. huge dream that mm. I have. So whenever I, I start dragging my feet in mm. fulfilling that dream, mm. he can no, remember you have that dream. You know, yes. so it keeps yeah. me accountable. Continue pursuing mm. that dream. And so if I'm discouraged, he then can yeah. encourage. Mm. If I, I, I lack motivation, he can, you know, offer that as yeah. well. So, mm. re, and sometimes you do fall off the wagon. You can be discouraged mm. if it's part of the journey. Mm. But never give up, you yeah. know. Absolutely. Because I, I think one thing about purpose is that it, it burns you. Yes. You know, Jeremiah would say, when, when I say I don't want to speak, your word burns like mm. fire, you know. Mm. So it's... it's a, you, you can't sleep, you can't do anything because that's mm. why you were here. Yeah. That's what you were designed for. So mm. in that season, you might feel discouraged, but always go back yeah. because you can't suppress that fire for Absolutely. long. Yes. You know? yeah. So realignment, remember, you can be discouraged, but always go back yeah. to, to yeah. focus and fulfilling yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, no, briefly, mm. um, when we started our work, a marriage journey, mm. we had some sort of an outline yeah. of the things we, we value. Yeah. Um, and one of those was faith, and we had family, mm. we had um, friends, we had fun, fulfillment, and all of those things. Mm. So we just had to use the F's at the beginning so that we can remember. Mm. And so whenever we spoke about family, we had to be clear what we meant about that. Yes. When we spoke about faith, we had to be clear. Yes. So whenever there is something that maybe invades either our conversation or whatever thing that might might temper with what we stand for, mm. it is easy to say, yeah, we appreciate that, but I don't think it's for us. Yeah. Or when we see something, we're like, yeah, I think we can build with those people. Mm. And so whenever we were able to identify whether something aligns with what we, we with where we are going or misaligns with it, we were able to come back to the drawing board and say, but I don't think that's for us. Mm. And that was at a, at a corporate level. Mm. Individually, for me, um, I think with the study, there was there was a pause in my, my devotion to the word. Yeah. Because much of the energy was just going to the study. Mm. And I kept telling my wife that I'm not flowing so well as I should in the word, in prayer, because I've neglected that area. Mm. And in that conversation, you are then challenged to return to the heights from mm. which you fell. Mm. <laughs> and your first love and so on. So mm. I think in most in, in our in our in our case, 
in seasons where things are not going so well for me, you'd find that she's on a high. Yeah. And when when I am on a high, she might not be. Sometimes, mm. yes, we are both on a high. Yes. But I think the advantage is that, you know, when one of us is doing so well, we are able to move forward. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. I think that's how we realign. Yeah. I, I think accountability is the biggest way to mm. realign. And exactly. as you say that you clarified the things there was mm. family there was fun there was friends mm. when one is neglecting the other you're able to say mm -mm, mm. but yeah. we are not really following on that Absolutely. so well yeah. oh my goodness i think this just marks the end of this uh, conversation we will obviously have another conversation um thank you so much again for doing this with me i truly appreciate giving your time i mean i'm not paying you for all of this and you're just giving yourself to to all and there's so many people that are listening to this and i want to really strongly believe that it is changing people's perspectives and people's way of th doing things and it is a blessing because we would not be able to just drive to every household mm -hmm. you know and go have this conversation yeah. with the people that yeah. get mm -hmm. to listen to this so thank you very much um for coming through and i think that marks the end of this conversation today please follow them on social media on facebook it is mofat sebola and manare sebola it's a double m and on youtube it is manare sebola on instagram it is manare underscore sebola so please do follow them on social media and you can also follow our podcast page on instagram it's at authentic conv underscore with underscore lulu thank you so much for coming through may the lord bless you may the lord keep you and may he sustain you i really hope this conversation will make an impact that you need in your life bye